0: Welcome back to exploring insanity with the racer
1: in this episode of the podcast Eric Pete
0: and Mike sit down to dissect the song Apogee in great detail going deeper than that they even discuss new approaches to writing lyrics the great ripoff debate and whether or not to do intros to our podcast so stay tuned to see how that one shakes out enjoy the show
2: Starter yeah. Or, or, yeah, where you were in the classroom Yeah. Yeah, I remember that because no, I agree because what you said about us and I remember looking back like I did a couple and I was like, I do seem like very like serious and whatever and so I get what you were doing but then there, I remember like, like, wow, Pete's energy is fucking through the roof right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't. That's not
0: how he acts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is he on
3: crack? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, there's something to that. And I'm not saying I did it right, but you know, right, but yeah, I was like, yeah. I watched the first one, I was like. That looks horrible. Like, or sound sa- like feels bad. I don't know.
4: Anyway.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to do it. Um, do we want to have like one of us lead the charge here? Yeah, lead the charge here. I feel like that's g- helps.
0: Why don't you lead the charge? Because this was your uh, idea. Yeah.
2: All yeah, right. Well, what song are we doing? <laughs> Yeah, and also, I want to get out of the habit of uh, the beginning of saying what number podcast this is. Okay. Because then I think that uh, pigeon holds us to a little bit. Just, a, you know, not that it really ever does. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes sense, actually.
4: Right. That we're yeah. stuck when we release the uh, yeah.
0: sixth one when actually the fifth one. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So, what number podcast is this? <laughs> yeah. 337.
4: Yeah, 338. Yeah. But. Yeah, are we going to have intros in front of it?
2: Uh, Steve started doing that. I don't know yeah, if he's going to do that for the third one. Yeah, I don't know. So,
0: Oh, like that little music forward, thing he
2: had? The music. Uh, yeah, he did, for he the did like a one, vocal He did like intro. a vocal over. Oh, really? Yeah, like a voiceover yeah, beforehand.
4: I, I don't know. Usually they'd have... Do they usually, they usually have intros, I
0: think? Some do. Some don't. Like Joe Rogan doesn't. They the just Sheets
4: has advertisements.
0: Or they just go... Like literally in the middle of the conversation, like, "Are we live now?" Oh, we're live. Okay, cool.
4: Yeah, yeah. He yeah. usually you know? most of them he has advertisements, and then it's just all of a sudden. Yeah, we're live.
0: Oh yeah, because I usually catch them on YouTube and he's got so an intro
4: music ads. thing in the yeah. beginning.
0: I think it'd be good to just have like a conversation starter, and then yeah, and it could be casual, time. but go from there. It was
2: funny. I was talking to uh, this friend. He's a. Uh, tennis player in denmark professional tennis player and he just started his own podcast and uh we were talking about it i told him you know the band we're starting on too and doing it all and he was just saying how it's uh he's doing it by himself and then he has guests and everything but uh he was like yeah i was trying to do like my intros and stuff and then like i had to like stop it like a hundred times it felt like and just like yeah really putting into an effort into studying how to get better at it, to make it sound good, you know? I was going to try to do one by myself
4: because just so that we had more. But then I didn't know how I felt about just sitting here talking to myself. I don't even know what I was going to yeah. talk about. I was like, should I just do one? Would, it so be we had like, one? would it be more like preaching? Yeah, I don't know what I was even going to talk about. I was probably going to talk about a song and be like, I, but I didn't know.
3: I
0: watched one. It was just Joe Rogan talking about MMA. Yeah, he does. That's why I was like... For like four hours. Like literally just him. I don't know how he did I was did. like, wow, this guy really... He can do that. You know, he can actually sit and talk for four hours.
4: I guess you just get used to
0: it, maybe. No, I could see it. Because like as a teacher, I... If you're I dissecting
4: something, I could see yeah. it being done. Yeah, you're done, just talking you know? about your own thoughts about stuff. But yeah. then I was... I don't know. I didn't know if I would even... If I would feel comfortable doing it, well, it feels it. even going to be good, like, does anybody want to just listen to me talk about stuff? Yeah. And then I'd be sp- probably be speaking for you guys. And I didn't know if I wanted to do that.
0: But that's the thing. Though. It's like, like, uh, accepting like, no, I-, I can do this. You know what I mean? And and I can be comfortable doing it. And then you just go, I, I feel like you have to, I mean, that's, that's, I didn't even want to do the podcast in the beginning. Cause I was like, why are we doing this? Yeah, Who I the hell is going to listen know. to us?
2: Yeah, I don't know if anybody's going to listen yeah, I don't care. I don't it's think anyone has
3: yet. No. No. Or I'd be... There's I don't, no pressure. I don't know.
2: I don't know. But I think no one's told me they listen to it yet. Some,
4: I feel like <laughs> there's some people that listen to it. Some or no, or at least one as. person.
2: Yeah, Maybe Perry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I can't wait to start getting guests on too. That's what I'm really looking forward to. Like even this tennis dude, I would really love to get him on here. Yeah. You know? And just talk about starting a podcast. It's because there's a lot you could get into.
0: Well, because I I saw something the other day. It was like uh, this guy at work, he posted this thing about, um, I don't know, like what hipsters do all the time. And it was like one of the things was like, and they started a podcast. And like, this was like the day we were launching our podcast. I was like, ooh, (laughs) Really? cut to the core. So I messaged him. I was like, yo, make sure you listen to my podcast.
2: (laughs) Does Connolly listen to the podcast? I don't think he listened yet. He was going to try to come up today, actually, for it. Yeah, we I, need him on here. Yeah, I told him we want to get him on. We only there. have three microphones.
0: Yeah. I feel like people would really respond to Connolly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I could see it. He's got good energy when he talks. Yeah. yeah.
0: He's got the good laugh.
4: He knows about a lot of useless information.
0: <laughs> he makes things <laughs> up. <laughs> Historical facts.
4: You need a guy. We need a guy. At YouTube, like a computer guy. Yeah. I was like thinking about that too. Like information. Do
0: we want to, like, what's it called, simulcast this? You know, not in here. No, I think the no, setting sucks. Yeah, but definitely at some point. <laughs> I think because I, I know, like, I don't. I, I respond more to the video ones for whatever reason. I don't yeah. know why.
4: Yeah. I don't have time to watch the video
2: ones. That's why I, I, I don't even really I watch them. I, I kind car. of put
0: them on just in the background, but then like I'll kind of glance every once in a while.
2: Yeah, I think it would be fun to do and cool to do. Yeah. Once uh, I get my kitchen table, I think it'll be. It could be cool at my place. You a cool a setup, table, you would just have to bring over.
4: Yeah, that's definitely better. Yeah. I gotta find. I was telling Pete, we just I gotta to get, get like a um, mixing yeah. board. Yeah. And we just need more microphones and stands, which we have up in New Pulse, but we gotta get. We have to get them, or we have to get new ones just to yeah. have on hand. I don't know, yeah. and I'm a mixing go. board because if we have guests, we could potentially have
2: five, six,
4: six. mics yeah. that we need.
3: Yeah.
2: Okay. You guys want to go live?
4: I think we've been live it's for been about live, <laughs> ten minutes. Hold
2: well, on to the uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Mike, why don't you introduce the? Uh, oh, what song topic? are we doing? Let's do apogee. <laughs> Let's do apogee. <laughs> yeah, apogee. Let's
3: do
4: both. Both what? I don't know. Apogee, spiral Staircase. So we're going to talk about... Dissect Apogee. Yeah, we're going to talk about Apogee. Our new... uh, One of our... The first release of our new singles is a song called Apogee. So we could talk about that one. I don't know where to start.
0: Uh, Let's start with the... How we pronounce it. Apogee. Okay, because we get a lot Uh, of... Apogee. Apogees out there. What does it mean, Mike? Like People that, like hearing that stuff. It's like
2: definition. Pinnacle.
0: Because I know I didn't know what it meant when you first uh, said it. Like I, I kind of did, but I was like, "What? What does that mean again?" And you said, it. "I was like, oh, I like the song better now."
4: Yeah, I don't think it really has any,
0: not lyrically. Bearing
2: on the. Yeah, for me though, I actually do fit it in, tie it in. So I actually really like. That's why I really like the title. Yeah,
0: I take it as, like, I don't know, we've kind of taken the reins of our own music. And I took it just as, like, a symbolic, like, all right, he obviously picked this word for some reason. Like, why did he pick Apogee? Like, maybe because he's reaching for some sort of level, you know, we haven't gotten to. So I like it. I like it. Like, it makes me think of that.
3: Hmm.
4: I think I just picked it because I thought it sounded cool. Reality.
0: I'm sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely
2: why I picked it. All right, let's talk about the like instrumentation, I guess. Like, how did it... What came first? I... Uh, first, it was a... I know for me,
4: it was first an iPhone demo that I recorded. It was a while ago now, but I recorded it with acoustic guitar on my iPhone, uh-huh. and it was just... Like those chords that are
2: like strummed in the beginning. I remember. I remember. I actually didn't really like them. <laughs> you know yeah. why? Because it reminded me of like a Johnny Cash sounding uh, guitar oh, yeah, chords. Yeah, chords. Yeah. 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 Cowboy chords. Yeah. I remember that. And I was, I was like, Ugh. you know, like that was my reaction. Yeah. That was
4: that how it started. I just recorded my, and it's like labeled on my iPhone. As, it's still in the notes, I think, or whatever the video recordings and it was like labeled Bon Iver Manchester Radiohead (laughs) for like as my reference of what I wanted it to go for because I knew I wanted it to go um I think like soft in the beginning and then and then it changes uh time signatures so like that was like my thing it changed like Manchester does that Sometimes they change time signatures in like the second half of the song. So it was like a two part song where the second half changes time signatures. So that was where it started. And then that's
0: funny though that you do that, not to cut you off, but like I do the same thing. If I record whatever, even if it's just a melody or simple piano thing, like I always label it with the type of song that we're going for or I'm going for. Because it like sometimes gets lost, like you'll hear back you're like, "What the hell is this yeah. thing again, but if you don't have that like oh, it's supposed to be um whatever throw it out there uh I don't know uh indie coplay, I don't know just like random reference that like you yeah. get and that helps drive it forward, yeah,
4: yeah, so you remember what you were doing
0: because it if you hear it by itself, you're like, what the hell it just sounds like like someone could interpret it as Johnny cash. Like, or whatever, whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But anyway, I did not mean to cut you off, but oh, no. I think yeah. that's interesting you do that too.
4: Yeah, that was, so then I recorded it. I don't remember what came first, but I recorded it in Pro Tools uh, acoustic guitar. And I don't remember, I think I had the drum part I wanted in the beginning like that in mind. Like I just wanted the, that, the boom, boom. So I recorded that. And then everything else, I built off the rest. Like I added, started adding the weird sounds and all that stuff. I remember I brought it to you guys. I feel like it was like there was a lot of it completed. I think I yeah. played it in the in Eric's basement. I was like, God, oh, check this out!" I might have sent it, but I and you guys were like, "Oh, that's cool." And then you came over and started singing stuff, which you thought was like gibberish or something at first. You didn't know if you wanted to keep the melodies, and then we did.
0: Yeah. No, I just was like, it was a really different song for us. So I was just like, okay, like I don't really know what I'm doing here. So I just sang whatever came naturally. And then, uh, yeah, I was like, I don't know if that's any good. you're like, And then we kind of sat with it for a little bit. And then uh, I thought, yeah, you're like, no, I think that's cool. And I listened back like probably a week later. And I was like, yeah, that is pretty. That is cool. It reminded me of like uh I don't know, like Jim Jamesy, mm-hmm. sort of vocal at the beginning. Like a super high, reverbed out vocal. That's not like a typical song structure, but just was a really cool vibe. So it's one of those songs where I was like, I don't really know what this is, but I'm going to keep just sort of going with the feeling of it and wherever it takes us, it takes us.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it was... Yeah, I think it's pretty. It was, it's really, it's awesome. Actually, I think. And then uh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. I remember Eric came after he came with the bass part, which was was really awesome. I don't know how you came up with that, but
2: well, I was just trying to. I remember I was like, oh, all right, I want to come up with something for this, but I don't want to do something that I typically would do, like in the past. So I was like, all right, you know, we're expanding here, and let me expand what I could potentially do and so I was purposely trying to do something different for myself and I heard the Radiohead influence and everything and so I remember trying to gather the uh, the Reckoner and uh, watching that video from like live from the basement because in that song you don't really hear like the bass too much but when you see the video and you see what he's doing and then you, like, listen for it, you're like, oh, man, he's, like, all over the place a little mm-hmm. bit in that bass. And uh, so I was, like, I wanted to try to channel that. And then, you know, the part that I came up with, it just came out. So I was actually, like, super happy with it. One, that it actually, like, worked out channeling, you know, an influence that you really respect. So, uh I remember I brought it to you, and actually, like the time signature was a little bit off, but yeah. we f- we fixed it. Yeah, we just moved it. around. Yeah, just moved it around a little bit.
4: It was the same part. Same I think. part. You were just yeah, playing it at like a an extra time. Yeah, through. or a weird spot or something. Yeah, yeah or something which I still like that. think works.
2: You What's just, that? You just don't think. It works. <laughs> 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 I don't think it works. Which <laughs> is the correct one. Yeah, yeah. It's still a little. Uh, a bitterness
0: towards that but well here's my when I first heard that part and this is like a compliment to you I I didn't know it was a bass I was like what is that like what is that that's a really just cool musical part I had no idea what was playing if it was like an acoustic going you know like kind of riding along the beat I was like oh that's Eric's bass I was like what like that sounds crazy like not out there but just yeah and I remember also i I wanted really to
2: different. try to give it like a little energy too, yeah it you know, so
0: it was almost the equivalent of like um like a kick drum just coming in, you know, just kind of providing a little like just yeah, beat. yeah, yeah, I agree, it just brought the energy up,
2: yeah, when we've been playing it live lately that uh, like when the bass comes in, like it's sounding pretty cool, I yeah think, that, you that's know, a like, moment, yeah, mm-hmm. it's working out nicely,
3: it's
0: one of those, it's like uh to me, it's like bass lines i think the the really great ones it, it's like one or the other it's like either like they're super subtle and you can't even really tell that it's a great baseline and then like you pick up one day and you're like like the green johnny is it johnny greenwood no um no. Colin, uh, colin colin yeah, yeah. uh wow he, that's amazing and then it makes the song even that much better or those are the ones that are almost like uh like signatures like you know what i mean like oh that's that baseline from that song and i think this Bass line is one of those where it's like you wouldn't normally go like, Oh, that's the bass line from whatever like or that's the drums from it like it's a it's a signature bass part to me. Cool man. Thanks. No, yeah. no problem. Good
3: job.
2: You guys wanna dissect the uh like uh like the vocals, like adding the digitalized uh vocal effects and everything. Yeah, there? it's not like, a yeah, girl. let's clear it up. Let's yeah. clear it up.
1: <laughs> it's Pete. <laughs>
0: yeah. or patricia
2: yeah so there was some like debate within the band of how far do we go yeah with the effects i say we go all the way (laughs) it was my choice on all of them
0: well we record how did it start we recorded the main vocal track and we we had those initial like first part high vocal Mm -hmm. sound and then there was a high vocal underlying the second part. Yep. And then how did it get to the digital vocal? Because that is can you explain exactly what it is? Yeah. To the well, I can explain. Your so buddy that's listening right now.
4: You So you sang that that uh that first melody over it. That like the low melody that doesn't sound like a girl.
0: That
1: raven uh slowly. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. So
4: that was the, the melody over it. And then I was experimenting with trying to come up with harmonies using Melodyne. So like I would pitch shift the vocals and then adjust them and and experiment finding different harmonies that maybe you wouldn't necessarily come up with on your own. So I pitch shifted your vocal and then Melodyned it and then it sounded like a girl kind of yeah like a harmonized girl vocal mhm and we just left it there for a while i guess i don't remember if right away i felt like it should stay like that i'm guessing i probably did and i didn't say anything but it was always kind of like oh well you know we'll come back and we'll re sing this harmony or we'll try to get a girl to sing it or something And we kind of just left it like that.
0: Well, I remember remember sitting here and hearing it and kind of living with it for a little bit. And then going like, all right, so yeah, we could get like a a girl to sing it. But we probably would ask her to do that exact same thing. Mm -hmm. It was like, we have it already. We would just have her replicate the thing that we have and like already anyway. Yeah. Um, And I thought it was just interesting that that's the way we you know came to that part because i think people hear it and think it's a yeah female even though when we first put it out we got a little feedback and you're like how can these people think it's a girl and i'm like because it it sounds like a girl yeah
2: i never actually (laughs) i just hear like a robot yeah it's sounds digital to me yeah
0: Yeah. sounds always like
2: auto-tuned
4: these people hearing
0: yeah you guys (laughs) yeah that's right and i kept being every time like someone would say i hear a girl i'm like Yes, but like,
4: what the hell are these people talking about? It's, it's like I don't know. To me, it always sounds digital. You know, like well, it definitely sounds like messed with. If you, what's crazy to me is that there's people that could hear when regular vocals are auto tuned, mm-hmm. right? But how can they not hear that that whole vocal is auto tuned? Because that's essentially what yeah. it is. The whole thing is yeah. auto tuned. So that was what's crazy to me. Not saying that any of those people could tell, but it was I don't know. It was just
0: bizarre to me, but that was like that was like a to me, it was like a door opening where it's like, man, we can make all kinds of sounds with the vocals mm-hmm. with all these harmonies, and, and it feel like it's influenced a lot of the other tracks, yeah. Um, because it's like, okay, we can really create a lot of different colors in the songs just from the vocals, you know, which is fun. Yeah,
2: and going back, I think that was the big debate in the band, though. Mm -hmm. You know, not to speak for Steve, but, you know, Steve would always bring it up. Like, how far do we want to go? And it was just always fun to argue that, you know, because we didn't have an answer, an exact answer. But I guess the answer was we could go as far as we want to go.
4: Yeah, it's, it's a weird thing, I guess, the way I always thought about it or at least have been trying to rationalize it is so the way i was influenced by it was the bony Vare. the and i think it's from his earlier records he was using autotune and we don't use autotune but it's whatever it's just like similar thing that we're doing and uh and like he was influenced i guess by like kanye west or whatever and now we're like i guess steve was kind of worried about us either he doesn't like it I'm not sure. Or he's worried about us like ripping him off.
0: Yeah, I think that was more of the concern. But
4: I I guess I don't see it as ripping off. It's kind of like, I don't know. Like, are you, like, the edge was like very innovative with echo, right? Mm -hmm. So is it ripping off if I use an echo pedal? Like, it's just another effect. It's like us trying to use, uh, use it in our own way. And that's what I like about it. It's like, oh, this is a cool effect. How can we, uh, how can we use it a certain a cool way? tool. Yeah. A tool, like, what yeah. can we do with it that's maybe different, you know?
0: Yeah. It's, it's the, all right. So, uh, you know, a punk band might play a certain type of guitar sound, you know, it's like there's the next punk band that plays that guitar sound, ripping them off. Like, yeah. No, they're just influenced by them. You know what I mean? And it's like, but it's weird. It's like certain times, it's weird to like, and I'm not pointing Steve out here, but like, even like you talk about the edge, like when, for some reason, when people play that type of guitar, like, ah, like, uh, what's that? Angels and Airwaves. Like when they first came out, I was like, oh, that's, uh, like the edge guitar, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, he's just playing the edge guitar. They like, kind of like throw it away. And I think that was like, maybe Steve's, mm-hmm. like, is it, are people just going to go, oh, that's Bonnie Bear. Like, like Cole plays, um, Midnight. Mm, yeah. Like, I love that song. But even I was like, when I first heard it, going, oh shit, they just listened to a bunch of Bon Bear and used that effect, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, they could have done something that was influenced by him, but did they have to do that exact thing, you know? Like I always say, that's my favorite Bon Bear song. It's like, <laughs> I love that song. I'm like, I'm yeah. not going to not like it because of it, but. Yeah, you're right. Um, it's just, uh,
4: I guess, it's a matter of how much mm-hmm. does it sound like yeah, the person care? that you're did
2: you lose respect for Coldplay at all for doing that or like?
0: No, like, no. Yeah. I, again, it's. it.
2: Do oh, do people lose respect for know. that or, you know, like.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's a loser, like a loss of respect or like. To me, I don't know. Like you said, it's a tool. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, all right. That that means that if you're just going yeah. by that. And I'm, again, not putting Steve in a spot here because he's not here. <laughs> sorry, like, Steve. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> But, like, uh, I understood his fear a little bit. Yeah, know? I get it. Because there are people that say that. And does yeah. that mean they don't respect you or don't want to listen to your music? Maybe, maybe not. I have no idea. Um, but if you went by that, then you could say, okay, well, then everybody that uses a gated snare drum is ripping off the 80s, you know, Prince, Springsteen, whatever. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. they and suck. You won't you know be able to I mean? do like, anything. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Or anybody that plays the blues. Sure. 12 bar blues Well, they're just ripping off you know yeah BB King and whoever
4: yeah I guess it depends how much you do it and like I think in Apogee we we didn't do we used that effect to a different degree I think
0: well to me we again, it, sound it sounds like, like, like a girl, girl. <laughs> yeah we made like, it sound like a girl it doesn't sound like the main vocal yeah. is a vocoder affected vocal it sounds like a harmony a robot mm-hmm. harmony and I hear the robot part, but, but yeah. not a, I don't know. I don't hear Boney Barrett. Yes, yeah,
4: so I don't know. But people might be saying it sounds like it's influenced by, which it was. So
2: I, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I would just hate to say that it was ripped off, which yeah. I don't think it was. No, I think. Yeah, but then you also got the, you know, the collection and everything. Because then here I'm saying my bass part was influenced by Radiohead. Yeah, of course. You know, so. To me,
0: I'm always yeah. like open to like, where are your influences on your sleeve?
2: Yeah, yeah. Who cares? I think I you cares. have to do that, yeah.
0: Because I guarantee you, that Colin Greenwood is influenced by. If you go back, like yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah. find they were influenced by this person, who was influenced by that person. Like and then it never comes works.
2: out. The whole product never comes no. out. Like, like the example is the bass part. Like that's not something mm-hmm. that I think he would do. You know, like mm-hmm. doesn't sound like him. So
0: no, you didn't play his bass part. Yeah, yeah like yeah. that to me is ripping off. Like when someone. Uh, I think, like, Ed Sheeran a couple of times been, like, has been accused of, like, I don't know if he did it consciously or whatever. Like, he stole, like, an entire melody and chord progression. And, like, yeah you know, again, if he did it or didn't do it, whatever. But, like, that to me is ripping off. Like, taking techniques, sounds, effects, like, that's, yeah that's like saying no one could ever play, like I said, a distorted guitar again. Or they can never play... Edge, mm-hmm. Chimey, Echo, yeah. It's like yeah. you have all these tools. Why can't we,
2: yeah, use them? And I think that's what makes Apogee so awesome. Is that's like the first time, like we said, that we did that. So, yeah, and it's not going to be the last. I don't think. Yeah. No.
4: No, I definitely I've, did. We do anything like that in the other songs? <sighs> I'm trying to think.
0: I don't know if you did that exact effect. There will be another one because there's Apogee Part 2 coming. Yeah. Which is uh, the same sort of vocal effect that was written around the same time. Mm -hmm.
4: And then, yeah. And then we're trying to come up with a something kind of effect for another song. Right. uh, Which is...
0: But that's more... That's going to
4: be more... Yeah. That's uh, more
0: like play with all the effects you can play with
4: yeah and try to come up with something because i do it
0: it's it's crazy because i know like eric like when we were doing those uh living room sessions that you were pushing for like it's okay like just keep it your vocal and whatever is playing piano guitar whatever like no effect raw and now i have like a great appreciation for that I, i love that and then there's also like the total opposite end of the spectrum where it's like we can also totally distort the vocals yeah, yeah. so it's com- it's completely unrecognizable mm-hmm. and to me i always when people are like why are you using vocal effects like even live like why are you using vocal effects and it's like what well, would you tell your guitar player not to use his pedals yeah you know just play clean everything never all, all ever, the time all yeah, the time all the time every song no matter what the feeling is or vibe just play clean no, of course you wouldn't. so why does the vocal have to be treated that way?
4: Yeah,
2: that's a good point.
4: yeah, we're trying to treat it like an instrument, yeah, especially with all like the layering that we're doing now with the stuff. it's all it's like the layering is an instrument, the vocal is an instrument, so it's that's what's pretty cool.
2: yeah, and that's what that's why again, I think Abigee is just so um great for us or monumental is because it was like groundbreaking like that was like the first one where we really went for it went yeah, we after explored it. all that stuff yeah cuz obviously we've done vocal effects before you know minimal stuff but nothing like this and i really think we kicked down the door on this yeah one. yeah it was a shift yeah yeah and there's no
4: there's barely any drums in the song that was a little bit different you know we've done acoustic songs before but this is not an acoustic song and there's no drums really Which is kinda cool. Like the whole thing is just it was just a different approach. It was the first time we were using we wrote it pretty much in the box, I guess you could say. We didn't write it in a live setting at all.
0: So that was cool. And I think that's why we were talking about what to release first. You know, there was a push for put that out first because we want people to get a sense of where we're going.
4: Yeah, that was definitely the most different
0: Sure, like, yeah, you're not gonna it's not like your typical like, all right, here's your album, pick your singles, put the one that's gonna connect them up. This was like let's show them like how the painting might come about mm-hmm. I don't know yeah, it's
4: what's crazy is that <clears throat> the next songs that we' re- the next we're releasing what is it six songs or seven, six. six. From this first batch, oh seven, the, the first batch. seven from the first batch. Yeah. So Apogee is one of those seven, and then the next group is another six. Yes. And Apogee probably sounds more like the next six than it does these first. Yeah. Seven. Except for maybe parts of a a spiral staircase. Yeah. It's a little bit more, but staircase. Stair staircase. <laughs> staircase. Yeah, so that's actually kind of crazy.
0: Yeah, because it was written during that time that we were writing the second batch, so to speak, of songs. Like mm-hmm. we've yeah. we'd already ri- written the first batch, yeah, for the most part. Um. So it was like, yeah, being influenced. We were in the in that moment. That's why this part two is gonna come out <laughs> sometime this year.
4: Yeah, hopefully the first one would be released tentatively March
2: twenty first.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you guys want to dive into the lyrics at all, or should we not? Do we? I don't even know what the lyrics are. The I don't lyrics? Remember.
0: Oh
4: no, I well, do know what yeah, they are, but yeah. I'm trying to think what they. Well, I
0: think what was what was cool about the lyrics were the way we wrote them. Yeah, yeah. Because that was another first. I know. On the last album, previous to the last album, almost all of them, except for like a couple songs uh, throughout the way that, you know, one of you guys might have helped me out or wrote them out, um, or given me ideas. I, I wrote most of them, I would say, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to claim credit because I think a lot of them are shit. But uh, <laughs> uh Giant, I opened it up because we had sort of a a, a moment in the studio where we were about to record vocals and Dan was like, I don't think oh, that... Hold
2: on, don't say your lyrics are shit to the guy who got them tattooed on his arm.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm proud of a lot of them. Yeah. I'm proud of a lot of them. I'm actually really proud of that one. But, uh, the, who, uh, the TJ? Did? TJ, yeah. No, I'm, I'm thinking back to like... <laughs> okay, okay. Stevie Breaker Brown. That was
2: my first thought when know. you said uh, that. Like, oh.
0: No, there's there's <laughs> something I'm really proud of. Um, good, good. But uh, there was a moment when we were recording that album where Dan was the first producer to ever be like, I don't think that lyric's good enough. I was like, what? <laughs> but it's on the paper, you know? I already wrote it. Yeah. I'm ready to sing it. And uh, he started sort of writing with us or trying to help us out with it, you know? Give us guidance. And uh, Mike, you know, kind of left the studio. And we're like, where the hell Mike go? And you had like a little bit of a moment where you were, you know, whatever, just trying to think stuff through. And you came back and you were, you could tell you were like upset. And I was like, what's going on, man? And you're like, I just, I don't know. Like the lyric that you we're coming up with right now as like a team I don't like, you know, whether it was mine or Dan's or whatever. I was like, all right, well, what do you think it should be? And then you went off and wrote something up. I think it was on Basement Party. Was the first yeah, time. Yeah, we
4: were happened. trying. That was maybe. Yeah, we were.
0: Is uh the chorus and basement party. Uh, feign to know why? Like all the all those lyrics in the chorus, um, were, came out of that conversation, mm-hmm. and that opened it up to me to be like, all right, well. You know, if if you want to take part in this because you're really not comfortable with the way it's going, like, or you're not happy with the way it is, like, okay. Let's write together. And that was the first time that like we would actually meet up write lyrics together. And then uh, for this set of songs, I opened it up to everybody. And Eric has brought stuff over the years for sure too. Um, But this time I was like, any money, anybody, everybody can have a say in the lyrics. Like best idea wins. You know, like there's no ego except the band ego, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was the first time I think we sat down and really wrote them out. I don't know exactly the initial part where they came from like who brought the initial because eric you wrote a lot of the first like the uh the first draft if you will for a lot of the songs in this first batch
2: well yeah uh for this one and i remember the only reason why i did it is uh because they just weren't done yet and i had nothing else to do you know like bass is done whatever so i was like oh they're not done yet let me jump on this you know like mm-hmm. i got a, I i got a chance here i guess so I was like, let me see what I could do. So I yeah, I brought the first draft. But then it's like what you said. Then we, uh, all right, now let's all sit in the room and dissect these, take these apart and build it all up uh,
0: again. Well, didn't it come from, and I could be wrong, but a lot of them we said this is what we tried to do with Giant, was like hear the scat vocal and then try to kind of interpret what that is. And then once we have that, break it down, make it more poetic, you know, improve mm-hmm. upon it. Yeah, I mean, that was
2: definitely, I think, like, the most challenging part for us to, like, figure out that medium of what do we do here because I remember trying to come up with that rough draft, like, all right, listening to the scat vocals and, like, all right, what words can fit here? But also I was also being like, you know what, I don't care if it fits (laughs) and then we'll deal with it later because, like, I don't want to have to succumb the lyrics to just to make sure that it sounds good yeah you want to be
0: beholden to the yeah yeah which is yeah.
2: crazy to think like I, I don't want it to sound good i'd rather care about what the lyrics yeah, is. i'm the exact opposite I yeah yeah but that's where i, I that's, that's like where i nonsense. at least you know knew like all right this is going to be a fight here uh, a you know a push and pull so hopefully it'll come out for the better and that's where my mindset was with that like okay i'm gonna like Put this word in here and i definitely don't know if these guys are gonna like it but and it sounds different to sing it so where is that line you know yeah because i did think it was cool like the lyric but like all right what is that line like you know what do we give up here or yeah and it definitely was a process because then of course like bringing it into you pete you know it's like oh, i really like that word But then you feel uncomfortable singing that because it just doesn't sound as good or smooth or, you know, the flow of it. So that was like, that was definitely a challenging process to go through.
0: But I think that's good, though, because either way, it makes you at least question, you know, the lyric, whatever, the lyric or the melody. It's like, is it really that weird? It's just weird because it's in your head that it should sound this way and makes you question it at least. Challenge you, you know, it's a good challenge.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's like the demoitis thing. Yeah, sure.
0: Well, it's, oh, we've been doing that for however many years. Like that's yeah. that's how I, you know, would write them. Yeah. I think a lot, a couple of them, I would say a good amount anyway, changed. It didn't stick with the.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They developed definitely
0: the, the initial phrasing, or you know.
4: Yeah, you get used to it yeah Not saying it's better or worse, but you get used to it one way or the other,
0: yeah,
2: yeah, yep, yeah, this yeah, so that was <laughs> that was stressful time sitting in this room, the four of us, uh, <laughs> I hate it to be honest,
0: yeah. yeah, well, we did i well, that was the funny part, I was like we did that for i wanna say the first two or three, maybe, and then there was a little bit of like, I don't care as much about this I'm going to kind of back out you mm-hmm. know what I mean or yeah if I really feel strongly about it I'll say something cuz it but took a,
2: it took a lot of sessions it took, it
0: took a long time
2: yeah. you know yeah. to
0: please four people yeah that's a hard thing to do
2: yeah and I, you know I give you a lot of credit Pete for doing that cuz I do feel like there are the majority of you know singers lead vocalists like don't open it up to the rest of the band you know, in this way, I can't imagine. I don't think they do. I've never, you know, heard about that as much. So I give you a lot of credit for doing that. And
0: why did it? Because you know, part of it was I. I liked the experience of doing it. You know, with Giant, I was like, okay, like that was interesting.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, interesting, and it's hard because you could be more in tune with Mike. Sure, you know, lyrically, and I know bringing like. With me, I definitely think like we were more challenged, me and you. Yeah, yeah, sure. For whatever reason. And so...
0: But that to me is like, it's weird. Like now I like, I welcome that. I'm like, Eric's going to bring something that I definitely would have never have written. You know? And it's like, okay, well, can I just be an open-minded, object, whatever? Yeah. Can I really just listen to what they are for what they are and and go from there? But But the other part of it too is like, you know, selfishly, I want to be able to have a say in your base part. You know what I mean? I want to be yeah, able to yeah. say, and I have for years, like, don't play you yeah. know <clears throat> could you try this? Can you try that? Sure. It's like Yeah well it, why why shouldn't my thing be opened up to that? So I just thought it was fair.
3: Yeah.
2: Well well what's crazy is is you know, so I come in with the rough draft and I'm like attached to that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh I gotta remember to it can develop. Yeah, it, it's like Again, going back to like the whole conversation we had about dictating everyone's, you know, not dictating, but having suggestions and. It's hard not to take
0: it personally, and I feel like we've gotten better at it. Yeah,
2: well, and that's where lyrically, I think it's just a whole nother.
3: Yeah, your lyrics are personal. Yeah, Yeah, lyrics are personal. They're so
2: personal, and that was the first time that I was like really, like, okay, you guys, like you said in the past, I did come with a few things, but you know, I didn't take a lot of stock in it, and you know, if it got used, great, whatever, like a line here or there, but never really, like, contributed that much to the lyrics. But this one, I actually, like, invested some time in, and some real thought and all that. So I remember getting I got attached to them. But it's so funny, like, the, the end part, the whole refrain, like, that first draft that I came, I can't remember what it was, but it was pretty simple, but I remember loving it. But then I remember we had, like, a big you know session just yeah. on that part alone and like you know we sat here for a long time and what it came out as and like i freaking love it so much more mm-hmm. and so it's like i'm like all right that worked out in that situation you know yeah it's super
4: hard because we're all coming from different places in our heads lyrically like like the the discussions come up so many times we're like well what does that mean and like I'd be like I don't know I don't care, and you're yeah. like well I want it to mean something because I gotta sing it. And I'm like all right I'll make like I could I'll just make something up that you know what I mean. And then Eric would be like oh this means this, and you'd be like that means that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like what? Yeah. Like that was like what was crazy is because I think that's why you two don't blend as much as me and Pete. It's like at least Pete knows that what I'm saying doesn't mean anything, or if it does he maybe understands it. it. Yeah. Where you, you'll be like, you'll come up with something that, like, it could be the most straightforward thing. And you're like, oh, what it means this. And you're like, how the fuck does that <laughs> yeah, mean yeah. That, I that was that the problem. Being,
2: yeah, that was the problem. Yeah.
4: And it wasn't like it was like, it, that was like where it was like, getting lost in the sauce. It's like, oh, okay. And like, that's where everything was like, so crazy and that's why i found myself kind of like getting out of it too because i guess i'm stubborn too whereas like i almost wish that part of me would be like well if i'm gonna write the lyrics i kind of just want me to write the lyrics you know what i mean like it's like it's hard doing it because then it's like you're always like oh like you probably feel the same way sometimes but it sounds like you kind of changed yeah where it's like ah you're accepting it where. I don't know if I ever got where I'd be like, oh, I really wish it was the other way, kind of thing, you know. It's super hard.
3: Yeah. You
0: know. Well, it, well I feel like I, I definitely had those moments yeah. when we were first starting the, that sort of process. I was like, No, this is great. Like you're like, Yeah. I really worked hard on this. This is really something I've. I don't know. Whatever. And it, yeah. it's so it's so hard, but I think we've gotten better at like communicating stuff. Because I remember like when someone was like, Ah, oh, it's like trite. And I was like, that was like throwing me. something through the wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, and I get, but like yeah. I understand the sentiment, like yeah. why you said it. But then, like I was like, I would bring you like, I would get so like, oh, I'd bring you like a hundred examples. Like, well, will this song that you love. Well, this yeah, one yeah, has yeah, a yeah. lyric that uh, just says, uh, whatever, like the yeah, simplest yeah. thing ever. But the music is beautiful and sure. the melody is beautiful. And
4: on paper, that was always my yeah. kind of thing. It was like on paper. Like if you yeah. read it on paper, you'd be like, eh. But how, like it, you know.
0: Whatever. It's, so, a lot subjective. More than, yeah, it's yeah, so subjective. Yeah, it's so subjective. Well, I remember yeah. I got yeah. mad at yeah. you
2: for the line with the uh, lying on the floor. And you're like, well, it just, I see someone lying on the floor. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this is this one of those like, examples. Yeah, yeah it? <laughs> it was one of those things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, yeah, because they're lying on the floor. Like, so what? You know, like, yeah so what? Yeah, you picture that because that's what it's being said. Yeah. You and know? I just thought it was n- yeah. not to be
4: offensive. I yeah. just thought it was stupid. Yeah. You know, that was just what I thought yeah whatever like certain things for whatever they, 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 reason yeah. they hit you in a certain way you're like this yeah, and then you is stupid stick
2: to it. yeah and then i remember you know, the, I next, why. the next song whatever and we were the same like discussion and you were like oh i want i want us to imagine this and i'm like you're creating an imagery. <laughs> hey asshole <laughs> you know
0: <laughs> sure yeah it, uh, it's crazy how you do that though it's like almost like a married couple like you hold on uh, to something from like three weeks ago uh, you know yeah you're like what you said that this was super super simple, and then you came up with a line that was like, you know, the sky is blue. I don't know make yeah. it up. You know, and it's like, and like how the hell is that? Context, that? Where's the poetic, because, yeah. uh, you yeah. know. All right, Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. And it's it was hard to get over that, you know, but. Yeah.
4: And I think that, I think my problem, this is, a, I guess, a little bit different, but like why I left in, when we were working with Dan was because, I had accepted the fact that you were the lyricist for the most, for I think 95% of the stuff. Like unless there was something that like really, really irked me, then I might be like, ah, can you change this? But not, so it was like, oh, you're going to write, and then Dan was saying stuff. And then what he was suggesting, I really didn't like. So now I was like, wait a second. He's going to change stuff that this guy worked on and make it stuff that I like, almost like I was like, like getting sick i was like this is you know now that you're like digging this up i like Ugh. and then that's why i was like i can't be here because it was like Especially someone like else influencing from the band and i from don't like it yeah that band. was like it's not sure, one of that us. was my yeah. biggest problem so it was kind of like well if you wanted like if you want it to be better then let us figure it out Well,
0: the definition of what was better was to me different
4: sure like your yeah, definition
0: yeah. of better was like way more poetic artistic i don't know how to describe it you know what i mean yeah and like his definition better was like what are you trying to say here yeah exactly you know what i mean like yeah. are you trying to say you love this person or just say i love you you know or whatever i'm exactly. not simplifying yeah, yeah. it because dan definitely was he had a lot of really cool contributions and I grew, no i'm not I grew I so wanna, much dan was a man i yeah, don't want to shit I love him. Him. him i was just but that was, just was that was the thing it. like his definition was like way just a different and then I, that's why I was, I, it was just really different from yours, from I know you. And I was like, from the feedback I was getting from him, I was like, this is not something that Mike's going to like. So then I remember saying to you, like, you and Dan, not even lyrically, but like even musically, I was like, you guys need to talk, you know, because like, there's someone who feels really strongly this way and really strongly this way. And I'm kind of like, probably lean this way, but I'm trying to be open. Like, you guys got to figure this out, you know? Yeah. And and you did in a way, you know. Yeah. For that for that, uh, you explained what you think is like. Well, what do you think are great lyrics? And you brought examples. And you're like, this is why I think this is great. He's like, okay, I could see that. And he was really open. I give him a lot of credit too because he didn't have to do anything. He could have just pressed (laughs) (laughs) record.
4: Yeah. No, he was invested for sure. You know, he
0: was he was like a band member in that sense of like how much he cared. Like I was like, why does this guy care so much? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wish he didn't care as much something Yeah, you when know? first doing it, I was like, but Just I was make impressed. it
4: sound good, man. <laughs> I don't care. We not you know, that's what we're at first, like the first couple of days we met him. It's like, yo, man. All we want you to do is make this sound good. But,
0: but he put he put his yeah. uh you know, his his heart into it. Yeah. I miss him.
2: Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what do you think he's doing right now? I don't know. I picture him going right swinging by a Chick-fil-A.
2: Well, you know, it's I I see why you care now. And this is going, you know, for me personally with the whole Apogee thing, contributing to the lyrics is, and it goes with any part for any, you know, musician band member in the song. It's like when you invest, you love it that much more. And for me, like, to be honest, like, and you guys already know this, like, in the past I never really like cared lyrically for our songs. Except for like a few lines that like I really attached to Pete that you did like you know, they're here and there. But for the most part I don't really like pay attention to most of our lyrics, like Mike, you always choke around with me, I don't even know the words, you know, like yeah. all that, you know, nonsense. You know. Yeah, and I just I don't care, you know. 'Cause I just always had like my own, you know, imagination in my own head. So it just whatever, it wasn't a concern for me. But now that i contributed and i invested some time and effort into into this song like it makes me just love B G
0: that much more and can i be, can i be honest like that's partly why i opened it up cuz i was like mm. i want people to love every part of this you know maybe. and it's like maybe they would yeah if they had more of a say in it you know or or at least it, this is you know the this is the racer like this is the band's material you know this is everybody pouring their energy into it you know and their influences and their whatever arguments that ensue that's fine but like everyone at least is invested like you said that's a key word
2: yeah and i always would have like found like a way to connect to the song like how i always have done in the past with all our songs but like and if i didn't contribute it lyrically to this song at all like i would have found a way to connect you know Mm -hmm. so not worried about that but like i said like This one just really put me over the top. Like, wow, you know, it felt good to be invested in it.
0: Yeah, I was so, uh, well, I was definitely thankful that you, I was like, man, I'm like really behind these lyrics. (laughs) Man, Eric wrote like all these lyrics. I love this guy.
2: Yeah, that's how it worked, dude. I was like, all right, it's cool. Pete's not getting it done. I'll
0: do it. (laughs) It's my chance. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, Pete. Yeah. And it's, it's it's like also because it opened it up to like whatever's something that you're gravitating towards, like you're probably gonna put more energy into. You know, like I really gravitated towards isolation, so like I wrote that like yeah. quickly. You yeah. know, like or a uh, simple beat, you know, which is coming out. Like I wrote that quickly because um, I was like, I, I just love this thing and I want to work on it. You know, yeah. the same way you would want want to work on a you know musical part or whatever Mm -hmm. but um so it opens it up to like if for some reason steve loves whatever he can dive into that you know yeah my favorite ones though are definitely for spiral staircase because it was three lines (laughs) like this is the best thing we ever wrote yeah um yeah but i'm proud of that song and like you said it's a it's a it's definitely like a a key moment i think in our evolution as a band it signifies a a shift in eras if you will yeah
2: can we uh i don't want to dissect the lyrics unless you guys want to get into anything but like i do just want to bring up uh like the initial thought of the emotion of that rough draft just cuz i think it's cool and and it totally you know takes on a different meaning and especially it took on a different you know lyrically how it you know went and everything mm-hmm. And that's just like any other song when, uh, you know, people interpreted it all differently, you know, and that's for every song. But I I think it's cool to just, you know, for dissecting Apogee to just go over that real quick. And that like original first draft for the, for me, what I was trying to capture was that moment when you, uh, I don't know, you spend like a shitty day at work, a long day at work and everything. And, uh, that moment when you're, you're dead tired at the end, but then you, you're done, you punch that ticket and you're done and you're, and you're out. And all of a sudden you just have this like burst of energy that you, you know, it's like, wow, where the hell did this energy come from? I was just tired right now. I could go to the gym. I could run around, I could do whatever right now. I have all this energy. And, um, so to capture that, and then, then now coming down after that, because, um, You have all this energy, but then that hopeless feeling of, oh, no one's around right now, or I don't know what to do right now. I wanted to go hang out with my friends. They're not around. I'm all by myself, and now I'm feeling hopeless again and crappy. So that was just like the original rough draft of Apogee, and then it just developed into further and, you know, open up to interpretation for whatever. But I think that was like kind of the... uh, You know, whole roller coaster ride of emotions that I think this song kind
0: of captures. Well, that see, I always appreciated that. Even if I was writing the lyrics, I always like like, what is this about? What's the theme? Like, where is it? Like, what's like when you're saying all that stuff? I'm just literally like, there's like a movie playing in my head with that happening. That's like songs to me. I know certain people like songs are like colors or songs are. I don't know, but like songs to me are like movies. Like I just literally see the movies playing out. Yeah. And like that, uh, when you said that, and when you do say things like that, it like it definitely really helps me out.
2: Yeah, it's tough because it helps you out, and then you know painting that picture for Mike, he didn't. I remember he just said he 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 didn't give a shit about the meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, that's yeah. It's like yeah, yeah, I don't care about that. Sounds stupid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) well then I remember the next one I actually went to the Google Drive after that where all the lyrics for the other songs were at and I took out the I deleted the uh, the theme I remember because I was was like damn it it, where are all these themes going (laughs) (laughs) yeah sorry well because I just didn't want to ruin it for you yeah you know and so because then you could interpret it your own self or (laughs) or you didn't even care to but
0: there were those moments where it would be like yeah like this what this means to me right now and then like Mike would be like don't tell me what it means. Just <laughs> don't, don't tell me what it means. Like I don't want to know. It's gonna. I, I'm gonna hate this song if you tell me what it means. Yeah. yeah. Like, but to you, you're like, this means. This is everything. Everything. Like this is, is, you know.
4: Yeah. yeah, I get it.
0: It's like this
4: means I was just running through the field picking flowers. <laughs>
0: what the fuck
4: is that? I don't like this. I hate this song. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah.
4: yeah. There was a lot of times when it was like that. I feel like.
0: But that's that's what people do when they listen to music, you know. It's like,
2: yeah, well, it's funny. Like some want to know, some yeah. do, and some don't. Some yeah, don't. Yeah. And it's crazy how, I mean, it's no secret, but everyone interprets songs different. The lyrics different.
0: I don't like. I guess when somebody explains a lyric, it's like kind of like I don't know if you've uh, you like read a book and then saw the movie, and people are like, ah, oh, it's like. It's not playing like it does in my head, you know. Like if someone explains the song, and you think it's this thing that you know, you interpret it as this amazing, like, life-changing epiphany, and the guy's like, "Yeah, it's about my dog," and how he shits, you know, like, I, like whatever. It just makes up, and you're like, "Oh my
3: god!" Mandy. But I, but
0: I can block that out. Yeah, exactly. That's the but that's the reference. Yeah. Can't hardly wait, oh, Mandy. Yeah, he yeah, calls up. Huh? Yeah, but uh, I'm not a dog. But that's that's like the but I can turn that off like I could be like okay well he wrote it or she wrote it about mm-hmm. that but it means this to me but yeah. some people can't like it almost like I don't know
2: yeah you just keep seeing that dog stupid dog yeah maybe we could do that like uh, for another song or something like really dissect the lyrics
0: break them down yeah yeah that's gonna be one that I think Mike is not gonna <laughs> be here for, <laughs> or he's just gonna be there, just go, yeah, that's dumb.
4: I don't know what song there's some of the
0: are there any songs where you like interpret meaning or or enjoy the meaning or or is it just
4: well in Gi and I we were like forced to make yeah meaning out of it, so all those are like meaning, I guess, sure, a
0: song about ghosts, like you yeah, gotta you like have to get something out of that stuff, right and yeah.
4: stuff like that. To me, the ly- a lot of the times the lyrics don't give me the the meaning of like it's just about the emotion of the song.
2: Yeah, and that's yeah. how I so, was. That's why I never really like cared for lyrics.
4: But I do also don't like the, you know, like the che- I don't know, yeah, like the, the cheese factor. Yeah, like yeah. that could ruin it for me, even though. Yeah. So like a lot of times I just like when it's. Like cool imagery or stuff that just sounds interesting and stuff like that
0: yeah. well it's like if the lyrics get in the way of the song or like they distract you yeah. you're like oh god that line yeah you
2: know? yeah and i don't want to say i never like cared about lyrics i just it was more about the song itself that gave me that feeling mm-hmm. and then every once in a while a lyric will catch me and i'll be like wow that is a great lyric you know so i do care about the lyrics i just yeah. want to clarify that because
0: Yeah, we talked about this in the podcast that we lost up in New Paltz, but Mm -hmm. lyrics were never like hugely – I never like, oh, this is my favorite lyricist type – I don't know. I'm just not super into them. But when there is a great lyric, it takes it to another level for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, And I gave the example, I think up there, um, Death Camp. Like that was the first time I was like, wow, this sounds great, and the feeling I'm getting from this is great, and the lyrics are great. Like it's just another – Cause he, I feel like, it, but a lot of his lyrics are very. um They they paint a picture, you know. Yeah. It's Like that's just like some of the stuff. Yeah. But, but I not, not in a lot like of a this. cheesy way. I don't know how to describe it.
4: Like that's exceptions to the rule too, obviously. Like uh. Like the Death Cab song, uh "What Sarah Said," mm-hmm. is like a he's just telling a story. Yeah. It's not like really, I guess it's poetry in a sense, but it's like, he's just telling a story with, rhyme. Yeah. The whole thing is like written out
0: yeah there's a like literally like a beginning a middle and mm-hmm. end you know it's but then there's songs like uh you know yellow lead better pro jam yeah
4: it's just nonsense
0: nobody knows what those lyrics are but mm-hmm. people it's like they're on song they come out and play it all the whole yeah. time
4: well like the bush lyrics are yeah nonsense
0: to most tim Emser with that
2: Glycerine, I love those lyrics. Yeah, it's just nonsense. But, but that's no, the thing fun. is like,
0: yeah. what the hell is glycerine? I don't know. Yeah. No, no, I know what yeah. it is now. Like, What is it? Because he explained it he, in something. I saw some interview and it's like nitroglycerin. I guess when they put it in you to like, I could be totally wrong about this, but like it like brings you back to life or whatever. Okay. And it's like he just didn't want to say nitroglycerine, So, so he, he just said glycerine. glycerine. That was it. It was like his... Yeah. That was like one of my favorite songs growing up. Mm-hmm. It's good and, I, song. and I knew
2: those lyrics, actually. Yeah. But that yeah. to
0: me is like one of those examples of like, it's almost like a made up word. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. what is that? But there's like a, if he didn't say that, if he just said, and I miss you, or, or I love you, you'd yeah, be yeah. like, ah, whatever. Yeah. He, said, he said this thing that was unique. Yeah. And those
2: lyrics just on paper don't make any sense. No, they definitely don't.
4: Which is I'm cool with, for sure. Like, I like that. To me, I like that, except if they would have said, if it's nonsense, and then he says something that's like, like you said. Like, uh, I don't even know what, I forget what the lyrics in that song are.
0: Don't let the days go by, that thing? No,
2: the the verses. Oh, never
0: alone. I'm alone. Alone alone. all the time.
2: (laughs) Are you at one? Do you lie? We live Live in a, a wheel where everyone steals. When we rise, it's it's like like strawberry fields.
4: Yeah, so all that. But if he said something like, "I don't know," when we rise, I love your face. (laughs) It sucks. Yeah,
3: yeah. But it's like it is
4: so
0: like out there that you go, "Like this is cool."
2: Yeah, I can make sense of
0: it. Yeah. Bad moon wine again. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What he says? Bad Bad moon wine again. Like, and it falls
4: around me.
0: I have no idea. But but you sang it. People
4: yeah. were why again Great song. That's like see that was like if Eric would come with those lyrics <laughs> yeah. and be like, This is about my dog. And yeah. you'd be like, What? How's that about your dog? Uh-huh. And he would explain it to you and you'd walk away. I don't get it, man.
2: Well that's why you don't explain it.
4: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's why you don't tell me what it means.
2: Yeah, but for Pete to like my lyrics, I gotta (laughs) tell him, "Yo man, yo man, it's about about my dog." dog." Yeah, I know you're gonna like that. (laughs) Yeah, I like dogs. Yeah, I guess we got we just gotta know each other. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah, and we're learning.
0: Yeah, you know, I like dogs. Yeah, because I I'm always like so ready to be like this is what I wrote about, boom. 'Cause I think it's I just think it's cool how it connects, you know, but it's yeah. like I never I would never do that with you, you know. I've tried. I got denied. Cool. So uh
2: Do you want to talk about anything else about apogee or wanna wrap it up?
0: Play, I think uh you song? should just sing glycerine <laughs> to finish this out here. <laughs> Yeah, play
4: yeah, prove that, that you amazing. don't. You don't know the lyric.
2: <laughs> I just uh, sang a whole verse. That was right pretty there. good. That was
4: yeah. pretty good. Man. How's it start?
0: Dun, dun. dun I don't remember.
2: Dun. I actually didn't remember until you started singing that first line, and then it just. I closed my eyes and just started singing it. It came to me. It's one of those songs. Oh yeah. Must be your skin. I'm seeking in. Must be your skin. I'm seeking in. Sinking in. Yeah, something seeking it must be for real now must i can feel now i can feel i didn't mind i didn't mind i lose my time it's not my time it's not my time
4: to wonder why
2: to wonder why
4: i treated you bad i treated you bad
2: <laughs> you don't know shit you bruised my face Couldn't <laughs> love you more you got a beautiful hey. taste yeah there you yeah.
3: go
0: boom here comes the chorus there you go boom But that being said, he has some crazy (laughs) lyrics sometimes, that guy. I'm like, man, that's genius. And then I remember a guy playing a song. You guys were in the van. I was driving. It's like, this
1: boombox needs batteries.
0: (laughs) And he's like, he repeated it. This boombox needs batteries. I'm like, they just fucking sing this boombox needs batteries.
4: Yeah, like that is terrible. Sorry, Gavin. That shit's terrible.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, we really hope you like uh, Apogee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <sighs> uh,
2: right,
0: or cool. if you don't, just go listen to Glycerine. Either way. Yeah.
2: Cool. Rapskis. Right. That's it. Peace. Peace.
0: Deuces.